good morning. Good morning. Hi, Nika. We have a very Hi. special um, guest today. Yeah, I do want to totally having a hot flash. Just warning everybody. Yeah, this so. is real life. I'm glistening. Um, so yeah, so this is Nika DeGroff, and anybody that knows me <laughs> knows that I love DeGroff. So um, so yeah, so uh, like I told her uh, before we came on here is that I have just been following the DeGroff family for many years. Um, I love you. You just so have have I. Interrupted. <laughs> Um, I just think you have such a special family. You're so close, and um, yeah, and I and I don't mean to sound stalkerish because I'm not. I just really enjoy family, and I think that that's what you guys all stand for. And music, music is a huge part of your right. world and your family. Oh, world. for sure. And just connecting, like, yeah. with some of the the songs and everything. And you posted something last week, Nika, that I wanted to ask you about. It was what was the name of that song? We wrote it. Fear. Fear. Who is this? Oh, mm, Blue October. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, really love them. So Blue October actually um, was very big back when I was in. I mean, they weren't very big. They had a great song called Hate Me. It was it was one of their biggest hits um, back when I was in college. Well, I never followed them or anything like that. I, I remember loving the song. Um, years and years later, fast forward, I moved to Tennessee. I, I meet this girl, Nicole. She's currently my best friend. Um, she is a big follower of Blue October. So she kept talking about them, talking about them, going to their concerts. So she sent me some clips uh, from a concert that she went to. They kind of have a cult following. They're not real big on the radio, although they're starting to come out more now on like hot AC, you know, mm -hmm. um, my 30s and up. Um, she sent me a clip from the concert and I was like, it, it reminded me of like seeing my brother live. You can't capture the, the whole feeling of it on a you know, CD or on iTunes or all that. When I saw it, I was like blown away by his passion, his voice, the, um, his talent. And I said, I'm going to the next show. I started downloading every song. I didn't, I didn't even listen to them. I'm like, just download it. <laughs> and if I, I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say that they are all that I listen to. And, yeah. and their music has helped me through so many difficult times. Um, but not only that, you know, some of his music is angry, some is joyful, some is sad. I mean, it's just all of the human emotions and expressed so well. Even my father, he listens in the car with me. He's like, this guy's got a great voice. <laughs> so do, do they perform primarily in Nashville? Or? No, well, they, uh, let me see, the lead singer's name is Justin Furstenfeld. He's from Texas. I'm definitely not a stalker, so I don't know a whole lot <laughs> about their history and everything, but I, I am a little bit obsessed. I would call them my obsession. Um, but they play in, he, I know that they love Nashville, but they tour all over the place. Um, okay. Sort of a little bit smaller venues, but a real cult following. People show up. And recently, I was actually supposed to go to a concert, um, and then COVID happened. So uh, mm -hmm. the concert will be happening later in the month, but they've been doing free live concerts online. Um, so I've gotten to, to do that, and he goes live like every day. He's just talking. Oh, yeah. You know, I watch here and there. It's been, it's been really awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. how all of the artists have been doing just little concerts from their yeah. living room. It's been like so fun to watch, but definitely yeah. going to follow this um, band on your recommendation. And Please do. Blue October. You'll love everything by them. You'll, you'll just find things that speak to you all the time. Yeah, for sure. Very, very cool. Well, we're here to talk about your new um, venture since this whole COVID thing I heard, I heard on your podcast. You had some downtime. You're usually quite busy, but you have just kind of 
fallen into this new new obsession with baking and, and making memories and remembering memories. And do you want to tell us a little yeah. bit about that? Absolutely. So um, yeah, I'm usually very busy. And then we had COVID and I got busier somehow, um, kind of <laughs> accidentally and overnight. I It started with my great grandmother's Mondel bread recipe. We called it Mondel break growing up. I've never made it in my entire life. And I thought, well, I've got time now and my children were all home, my, my children, my adult children, but they're all home um, quarantining with me. I said, you know, what, what does a mother want to do? They want to cook for their children. And mm -hmm. I've always loved baking, whether it's- out I don't know box. if I want to cook for my children. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it didn't, for me, if I even just baked a cake out of a box, mm -hmm. you know, and the smells and everything, and, and I, I, that's warmth and um, I want to feed the kids. So I, and you know, and in all my busyness all the time, there's a lot of, there were plenty of nights my kids had to feed themselves and everything else. So here we are all home. So I'm going to make this house smell beautiful. Let's do something great. Thought of my grandmother's Mondel bread recipe because my mother made it um, not that long ago before she passed, but she only made it a couple of times, but I said, I have to try this. Mm -hmm. I can't let this recipe, you know, just go away. Right. So I asked my aunt for it. I made it, expected it to be an epic fail. It was fantastic. <laughs> so I wrote a story about it and, um, and posted it and, and the group was born that yeah. way. Um, and I, I just had an extra page on my Facebook attached to it thinking, you know, one day I'll use this extra page. I don't know what for a professional page, this or that. And, um, and making new memories happened. It's, it's funny how community just kind of glops onto that and, and forms like their own little family. Totally. And I was you always really find what you're looking for. So there's just a whole community of people, I think, that were looking just for that. Because you actually kind of exploded and grew quite fast as I was following. And yeah. you're live on um, one the other day. Oh my gosh. I, I was in stitches. <laughs> you had like, when I last looked, like 260 comments or 260 people engaged in that conversation, which is really yeah. big. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's a lot and it's exciting. But what I love about it and the whole reason that the group is private and everybody's welcome to join, but it's a private group because we're also supporting each other mm -hmm. um, with more. This isn't just post recipes and find something to make, you know, on a Saturday night or whatever. This is um, memories involved and help. And we're all creating memories together now at this mm -hmm. point. And that is a very key ingredient in baking new memories is if you're bringing a memory with with an older recipe that maybe you haven't made in a long time to go ahead and dig it out um if you like i did with uh charles and tamara williams who had lost their home in the tornado uh he had lost all his grandmother's recipes these are the reasons that I love this group so much. And uh, one of the girls, uh, Katrina, who had a recipe of her grandmother's, but it was in Spanish and she couldn't understand, she didn't understand it. So she never made it. And we um, translated it for her because my oldest daughter's boyfriend's Venezuelan and he was quarantined with us, translated it. We've made it, we've eaten it. Um, Charles and Tamara, Charles only remembered things that were in his grandmother's kugel but I took his memories and baked them into my grandmother's kugel and came up with a new memory, right? Okay. And that's, that's what it's all about for, for me. And so it brings up a really good point. First of all, 
and I think Kirsten, you could agree with me. I always have a little joke that Kirsten and I have been friends for about 25 years. And I knew the minute that I met her, I was going to love her because I picked her up one day <laughs> to do something early in our relationship. And she's like, oh, I had to get the kids dinner. And I'm like, oh, what'd you make them? And she said, cheese, tortillas, and peanuts. <laughs> I'm like, this, this is my girl. This is my girl. And so yeah, so we like... My kids, and I asked them once, not too long ago, I said, if you had to pick five of the favorite things that I made for you growing up that we could pass on, what would that be? They couldn't come up with five. <laughs> so That's I was really hilarious. So, but that just brings me to the whole point of when my mom passed away about a year and a half ago, um, and you know, you want to carry on your tradition and your mom's memory or your family members, you know, legacy or whatever. And hers was her um, rice meatballs that she actually got from my grandma. So, um, and they're kind of tedious and time consuming. So I just never really made them much. So, um, when she passed away for her thank you card or, you know, her memorial, thank she had you early card, onset. Yeah. Um, she died of early Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. So we decided my sisters and I like, wouldn't it be cool to pass her recipe along as the thank you gift to her memorial. That was so their thank you I'm, I'm going to post wow. that on your in this um, Facebook page, if that's, <laughs> that's okay. right. Yeah, so that's oh, reflected. Absolutely, and that's perfect. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, I, I kind of feel, um, I do feel strongly, we have a responsibility to um, keep all of these memories alive. If we let them go, you know, where, where's the tradition? Where's the, the thread of family through? I want my children to remember the smells and the taste and the stories. And that's something that happened when, when we uh, made the mandel bread. It opened up a door of stories. And I told my children about their great grandparents and the things that we used to do at my great grandparents. It's their great great grandparents, my great grandparents. Um, but I have tremendous memories of them because uh, everybody had kids young. You know, mm -hmm. so I had all of these people in my life for so long. I was really blessed in that way. Um, but it just opened up the door of conversation, memories, and, and things that they never would have known if I didn't make that mandel bread that day. Right. Well, let's, let's uh, talk a little bit about your mom. I was, we were at the National, or Nashville Underground. I do that all the time. For my 50th. Like, oh, the National Nashville. I know, because <laughs> it used to be the National in, in New York. Yeah, right. That's right. But um, no, when we were there, I saw that there was, um, I think it was Lynn's uh, something. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Mac and cheese. So yeah. um, tell us a little bit about Lynn, because I know that she was such a, a center of your family. And you, you totally. The, she was the glue that held everything together. Mm -hmm. And she, she was light and she was love and she was um, joy, you know, and, and that and that really comes from my mother's side of the family as well. My grandmother was very similar in that way. Everything was positive and everything was going to be okay. And so much love, unconditional love flowing out of these women. And I feel, you know, a tremendous obligation. Um, but it's not hard for me to do because I was born, you know, I was born into that and I was raised that way and it's in me. And, but, you know, if you, you need to take the opportunity to and think about, I need to let this come out and pass this on to my children. We're so busy every day. We're just doing, doing, doing. As a matter of fact, I used to ask my kids all the time, you know, I, I would say to them, I don't know what you're eating. Obviously, you're still alive. I'm happy about that. Like, <laughs> I love you know, that. I'm a single mom. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am 
still a single mother. So, you know, I would be busy at work and running around and doing this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, I'm like, look, they're growing, they're thriving. I'm doing my job. Everybody's still alive. So, you know, so, but having the opportunity to um, Sundays, I would try to make dinner with them. And because when you're together, you start talking, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I want to carry that love from my mother. My mother loved cooking for everybody, Mm -hmm. the boys, my father, me, the children. That was her expression of love. She Mm -hmm. She would say, I'm going to come visit today and you want me to make meatballs? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, don't make meatballs. You know, of course, it's yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, I'm going to come over and roast a chicken. And she would yeah. say the smells, I just want to put the smells in the air and, and the aroma is so important. It just makes it feel like a home. That's what she was all about. So I never in a million years, if you said to me, um, Nika, you're going to have a group called Baking New Memories where you're going to be baking <laughs> and sharing memories of your mother and of, no. Yeah. I would have said, I can't even imagine how that right. would happen, but it really is adding the element of, um, or the facet of my life that really was so big coming from my mother. Mm-hmm. I'm learning every day how important it is, it is even to me, the group, you yeah. know, it helps me. And I keep telling everybody you're helping me as mm-hmm. much as I'm helping you. Yeah. I loved That's it when you I were, it. I loved it when you were making your mom's meatballs and you kept like smelling you're like oh you just have to smell the garlic and you'll know when you had enough and that's it was exactly just like, right that's yeah. so true but a lot of cooking is like that yeah a lot of cooking is like that mm-hmm. you know and music i mean it's all like brings back memories yeah. and you yeah. know it's just totally just, yeah do you, do you prefer to cook or bake bake yeah yeah, I definitely prefer to bake, but um, I forgot that I also love to cook. I forgot that when I used to be home um, as a single mom, or I, no, I was married at that time, but I was a stay-at-home mom with mm-hmm. the children. They were they were little, and I forgot that I loved to just like make concoctions and like mm-hmm. throw chicken thighs in a pot and throw everything in on top of it, some sauce and some Worcestershire and some barbecue sauce. It's just how bad can that be that I'm like, this is going to be great. And it was fantastic. Yeah. And I forgot I did that kind of stuff all the yeah. time because life just got so busy. Right. Yes. Right. And I think that that's kind of what we're all about too, is like finding that space again, like really what makes you happy. And I mean, I, I don't even know you personally, and I can tell this is just like, makes you so happy. It really does. It, yeah. it yeah. is the light of my life. Like I, I, I can't even express how much I'm enjoying it. And also the, the other things that it's, um, led to and other doors that have opened up with the time that I've had um, to do this with uh, Brad Peterson. The I, listened, I just listened to that podcast, and I started one? the one. Well, I started the one where he, you, and he first talked, yeah. and then I started listening to the one about and I wrote his name down. The the one the kid from Ethiopia that is Isaiah. Just, oh my gosh, that I haven't finished phenomenal. it yet, but what a story. I know. And that's the thing about doing the podcast as well as I'm getting to meet like the coolest people in the world. And I'm sort of growing my fishbowl of friends. I always have said, you know, I just, that's another thing. You don't have a lot of time for friends, you know, when you're, when you're a single mom and you're busy and you're working and everything. Um, I'm just enjoying, I'm a very, very social person. Yeah. And I forgot a lot of the stuff about myself. Mm -hmm. So this has really just helped me remember um, who I am, what I love, and uh, and I'm, be, I'm getting to be involved, and I'm going to keep it going. Good, yeah, good, amazing. Um, one quick question: Can you touch on the Iron Will a little bit? That's the podcast I was listening to. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
such an amazing the iron will network that my friend judy uh Diethelm has put together and it is for suicide prevention um for uh, first responders and veterans um there is so much to this. If you have not been on the app yet, um, you can. There's an app that you can download, and I'm going to be adding this all to my website. Like every everything is such like a, it's a little bit of a slow process because I have a lot that happened yep. in a really short period of time. We did that, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Judy is going to. Her and I are going to sit down, and she's going to help me get through on the back end to where I can add the content to the Iron Will and all that. There's channels on there for people to choose from, and it's all about supporting one another it's it so baking new memories is a channel on mm -hmm. iron will okay mm -hmm. so people are able to go there to, to sort of find um the support group or you know the thing that speaks to them that helps them feel better especially in the times that we're in and things are are still uncertain with mm -hmm. opening back up and how are things going to be um so you're dealing with uh first responders and veterans who already have their forms of ptsd and the difficulties they've been through then you add uncertainty on top of that so this is a platform a place for them to come and find what what they need all the time music lifestyle sports uh mental health all of it that's I so, absolutely love it. So could we put that link on ours as well? Absolutely. It's not just a Nashville con like community. No, is it? Yeah, nope. it's absolutely not. And I'll get you guys definitely a lot more information on that. That's the next part of what I'm going to be working on. Um, and a couple more things, but I'll, yeah. I'll share it all with you. Trust me. I'd love to just put everything out as much as yeah. we can be awesome. Yeah. So, so when, when Art, you're, you mentioned you're an orthodontist assistant, right? Yes. So have they talked of reopening? I know here in Fargo that they have um, the dental offices have been given the go ahead. So yeah. Yep. We actually are open again. Okay. So yeah. Have you had people not come back? That's been happening around. No. Okay. Everybody wants their braces fixed. <laughs> <laughs> they I don't care. So just the, like the workers. Like, like some yeah, of the workers don't want to expose no. them. Well, the nice thing is that, that we are a small office and we're also like a family. We have uh, worked with our doctor for many years. Um, I've been with him for just about seven years. So, um, you know, we support each other no matter what. If I told him I was uncomfortable for whatever reason, he would support that. Same thing, you know, we have one of our girls, uh, the girl that I work with closely, we work in the back together. And she's a sink, she, well, she, it's not a single mom anymore. She's been a single mom for a long time. She's got very little kids. If she, you know, I mean, it's a lot for her to come back and be around patients and then go home to her kids who are now not in school, right? right? Because schools are all closed. So we just all support each other however we can, you know? Yeah. Well, I know um, Terry, Teresa had, um, you had a trip planned to Nashville right yes, before the COVID right? she had to cancel. Yes. So how are things looking on Broadway? So things are starting to open up. Um, the Nashville Underground actually is open this weekend uh, at half capacity. Um, I think they're going to do what I think a lot of other places are doing is just sort of closed on the slower days of the week. It's just not worth um, because it's not like people are packing. And also, you know, flights aren't really, even yeah. though we're like reopening, flights aren't necessarily coming in and out. So it's going to be a little bit of a slow movement. But the nice thing is when you do go down to Broadway, you do hear a little music, you do see, you know, a couple more people out, which is real. And, and you can go and walk into a place and 
have a bite to eat or have yeah. a drink and feel, you know, a little bit of normalcy again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but yeah. Nashville, Nashville will reopen and Nashville will be stronger than ever. And you should come. I oh, love Nashville. Actually, come. Yeah, there's my mug. We've been to Nashville oh, a couple a of times, times and yeah. absolutely just love it. So we'll be back. Yeah. No, sure. this is, can yeah. I, I'll share my 50. Party. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because you'll appreciate this because it's your family. But anyway, so I kept telling these guys, I really want to visit the Nashville Underground because that's the bar that Gavin and Joey own and blah, 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 blah. And uh, so, of course, we go in when I wasn't really ready to go. I well, just plus walked. you had worked, you had, it was a long time to get to Nashville because everything oh, yeah. was canceling. We ended up having to drive from Chicago to get to, yeah. it, it was a, it was a, wow. It, yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles. But was, anyway, so yeah. the next morning, we get up and, and start walking Broadway. And I mean, I had just worked out. I hadn't, ex I hadn't showered or anything. And, and Jeremy, the guy we were with, like, let's just stop in. Because it was kind of empty. It was literally kind of morning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We walk in and who's sitting front and center? <laughs> right at the front of the bar. Your dad and Gavin. And I was just like, of all time. And the other thing is, you'll appreciate this. Um, I had chipped my tooth because I have a fill. Yeah. So I look crazy. Like, <laughs> oh my god it was just horrendous but, but of but course they were so grateful so nice yes so of course yeah you know, so sweet but yeah it was just like the worst possible time i would have liked to have that's so that. funny <laughs> but of course they were very gracious and so sweet so my dad is a, I, a real fixture down there yeah, yeah. Loved it down there I, yeah. I think that they have the best rooftop bar. Oh, for sure. In all of Nashville. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. The location, oh my gosh. everything yes. about, about that building is fantastic. And I love being up on that roof. I mean, you can see just yes. everything. It's, yeah. it's really good. Okay. Before we finish up though, tell me you touched on this briefly. There's a recipe at that, at the underground in honor of your mom. What's that all about? Yes. Lynn's mac and cheese. So, um, it's not exactly the way that she made it, but she made a mac and cheese that was out of this world. And of course, all Joey has to do is put his touch to anything and it's phenomenal. You know, Joey happens to be an amazing, um, cook as well. <laughs> he so, does everything. Um, <laughs> you definitely have some creative genes in your family. Yeah. I think <laughs> we do. That's absolutely true, but you can definitely find some odes to, um, some of our family members who have passed on the menu and, um, you know, and he really wanted that feel. He wants that, that family feel, um, where you just walk in and you feel welcome at home. The food is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody should Bumped eat at that. the Nashville Underground. Phenomenal. Yeah. I'm going to have to try the mac and cheese yeah. when we're there next. But. Well, and I feel like it's, is it four levels? Four stories. Yeah. And I feel like each level has a little a different, different vibe, vibe for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. on Friday and Saturday nights, there's a dance club. Yeah. Um, you know, they've been talking about the bowling alley, which was something that was in motion uh, before yeah. COVID sort of just stopped everything in its tracks. So that'll all have to be revisited. By the way, it's the only place on Broadway where you can ride a mechanical bull. I, I have heard <laughs> that bull. <laughs> yes, people come in just for that. Yeah. It's a really, really big deal. So that's awesome. So we will see something of yours on the menu. Do we need to be like, advocating for that? I want that. I want you to put that drink that your sister made on the menu. Now that's not a bad idea. Yes, yes. that's something. Yeah, that's yeah. that's probably yeah. a possibility. Can you talk but something to the that I about that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can get in touch with them. I'm not sure if they'll take my call. <laughs> so how is your dad doing? You mentioned that he's been having maybe some little health issues or. Yeah, he's doing okay. really well. I'm gonna tell you something amazing about my father is his. Um, 
just zest for life. He, he loves life and his personality, it's the best personality I've ever seen. I mean, if that man doesn't make somebody laugh, everybody that he walks by, he gives a laugh to. And well, uh, you should share the story that you told um, about um, when he was in New York, when your mom was sick and he was walking down the street and she got so tired and what he did. You, yes. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Know yeah. It's really uh, amazing and um, shows exactly who my father is, that when my mother was uh, really ill and she started her second leg of chemotherapy, which made her sicker, really, um, it, and it was very warm out. It was the summertime and they were in New York City in Manhattan. So they were walking back from the hospital and my mother was having trouble making it back. And my father, you know, even people were opening doors to the building saying, do you want to bring her inside for the air? Well, my father looked over and you know how on the side of the road, you'll have they'll, people throw out furniture and all kinds of stuff. There was a chair, um, just like a chair. And my dad picked the chair up and walked with the chair with my mother. And every time she needed to sit down, she sat down. See, and every girl should look for that. Talking about it. That's yes. correct. Mm -hmm. For that in a spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's correct. Well, my father and I were actually walking down the street today and he said, you walk on this side. He wanted me to go to the left of him. And he was on the, the, the side closest to the street. And I said, why? He said, that's how every man should walk his woman. Oh my gosh. Yep. What Protecting a, you. Mean, yeah. That's lucky, right. Lucky for your kids. They have that as a role model. That's right? amazing. I know. That's He's so amazing. Cool. Well, I feel like you just skimmed the, you know, I, I wish we had more time. Service. That's okay. I know. Yes, I, I so appreciate that. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep watching your lives and I'll be commenting <laughs> with everybody else. They're so fun. I just love them. And if anybody wants a little um, humor, I loved it when you kept yelling at, is it Jorge? <laughs> oh, hey, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> he kept going in the shot. That is, uh, yeah, that's Adelia's boyfriend. Yeah, he's from Venezuela so and they met in school. And yeah, I'm, I mean, like, if he was what he was trying to do in all of those, by the way, nobody knows this, he was trying to keep my dog quiet. My yappy, yappy dog, Rocky, the whole time. Rah, 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 rah. Instead, we see Jorge. Uh, all over. That's a good uh, outtake to watch. Yep, it's very yep. hilarious. So you're doing right. awesome. So thank well, you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so thank much. You. And uh, thank you. Looking forward to continue your journey. And um, hopefully, we'll, we can chat well, again some other again. time. Absolutely. Delve a little deeper at some point. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Sounds right. good. Thank, thank, you, thank you, awesome. lady. Thank you. Bye. 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 Whoosh, <whistles> whoosh.